What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Stormcrow Comic Cast issue six. I'm Ruben G. I'm Kevin Merrill. And we're continuing Court of Owls, uh, issue six, of course. Nearing the end. Nearing Almost the end. There. The penultimate issue, mm. if you will. Um, really cool. Of course, this is one with uh, one of my favorite covers. And I got to say, on the next page, they've got just the pencils of that cover. This, of course, is uh, Batman in his sort of owl transformation. He's sort of got the physiology of both a man and a owl. And something, I don't know, usually I look at pages and they add the inks and the colors and it really does add a lot for me. And, and it is beautiful with inks, but something about this sketched version, it's just raw and yeah. slightly creepier. Kind of cool. Original pencils are always really cool to take a look at. It's very so. interesting, you know. Uh, usually I'm, uh, I have the opposite reaction that I'm like, so appreciative of the inks and the colors and that, you know, how much it adds. But in this case, there's something extra cool about just these raw pencils. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the big, big things about it is you can see all of the little tiny details right. that a penciler will, will a lot of the time put into the art. Whereas when it's when it's inked and then it's colored, you still get a lot of it, but you don't get all of it anymore because some of it is covered up. Yeah. Um, whereas this is truly the drawing in its rawest form. The so. the last version of the the cover, the one that's actually on the issue, is uh, there's a lot of black in there. Yeah. Like all, then, all these little lines. Sorry. Like all the little lines there on his on his hand. There's just all completely obscured by the the black color. Right. He does his light pencil shading. Maybe is more information to the anchor or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but something about it really. Just adds a lot for me. Yeah, maybe the the feathers and the individual lines in them, some of that stuff. Anyway, of course, the last issue ended with uh, Batman being stabbed. I, I guess it really ended with Siggy blowing up. Yeah. But um, but really the the last scene we saw Batman in was was him and the blade erupting from his stomach. Right. And, you know the horrible act, and uh, that's where we pick up. Uh, it seems like the first page really is sort of a recapture of that moment. Mm -hmm. But this time, uh, the Talon is saying, Batman, the Court of Owls has sentenced you to die. And so we get a little blurb in there. Yeah. I don't know if, if, you know, that rubs you the wrong way. I kind of like the idea of him just silently coming up behind him. And this one's a little bit over the top. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Maybe it's... A little bit cheesy, a little possibly. Bit, a little bit, yeah. But, you know, it's still comic book fun. Though, that's right, so. right. It's a, it's a snappy one-liner, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, of course, they're in the room with all the pictures. And, Including, you know, I, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah more, of, more of Batman there. Batman, the Batman right too. there, sort of the... Uh, the series of rooms that he was going through the last time right. with the cameras. Yeah, and we'll revisit a lot of these rooms within this issue. Um, one of the things I think going into this issue to sort of pay attention to and uh, consider as you're reading yeah. is the vacillation of Batman from the hallucination experience he's having mm -hmm. and the images that we see are real. It's not always clear, but I do think there are clues that you see of what he's sort of experiencing versus what the scene would actually look like. Right. And uh, I think one of the major points too, to bring up is just the, the overall efficiency of how quickly they get these photographs framed, like way quicker than any like Walmart or whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, this ain't one hour photo. This is 10 minute photo yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you got some photos you need framed, you have the core to call. That's know? right. And it was this antique camera too. You know, oh totally gosh, it's amazing <laughs> what, they, what they've been able to do. Technology doesn't always improve things, I guess. Yeah, they've just, <laughs> uh, clearly they've had a lot of practice in getting yes. this done, judging oh, by the God. number of photos. Yeah, that's so right. they've got it down to a science now at this <laughs> yeah. point. These people are like 
pretty horrible, I gotta say. <laughs> Throughout time, just like sending people down in this this underground room they've built and mentally and physically torturing them. Good stuff. Uh, th- these are the people who I want leading my fair city. Let oh, me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can we get these guys in high point? Please? Yes, that's right. Uh, and, and turning the page, uh, once again, some clues. So uh, you might remember from the scene with the ship how we were describing Batman's cape as flowing out sort of unnaturally, a little yeah. bit longer and more curled, sort of vicious and nightmarish looking. And we see that around the, the panel on the next page. Um, Which is interesting because then you also, yeah, you also see that it's actually not literally, it can't be from his cape. It's like an artistic choice. It seems that way. A, yeah. a framing of, of sorts it is, of the panel. At first glance, it definitely seems like his cape's sort of been ripped off or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the flowing nature of the cape maybe isn't actually connected to it, but is just sort of shown around. Although I will point out, there is that small that area. Small little attachment Yeah, there. just by his shoe where it seems like maybe the cloth, it could be a shadow yeah. or whatever. Um, but the point is still well taken. Sure. It is unnatural and weird. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so he's he is getting his butt kicked. I mean, oh, yeah. he's been stabbed. He's still alive. Blood's dripping from his mouth. That's right. He's on his knees. Uh, you know, just mm. a whole mess. And um, he gets smacked with the camera. Yeah, which is kind of brutal. But but Batman notices, and he, he even says one of the other things is Batman goes sort of back and forth between um, really being out of it and having a hard time keeping it together. And these moments where he's, it, there's a lot of clarity. He sees things very well. Um, you know, he sort of gets a second win later in the issue, fights very well. Yeah. Um, but then there's these other times where it, you sort of, I don't know, it's just hard to, it's, it, he doesn't really seem like he's got it together. Right. Uh, so the talent is continuing his butt kicking and, um, Batman is laying on the ground. He's been smacked with the camera and the Talon says no final address. Then he's given Batman a chance to speak before he's killed. Uh, No final address then. So all that's left to do is decide the manner of your death. My court, my court, he is prepared. And right below that, there's a brief panel on the left side uh, with Batman laying back on the ground. It's looking down at his face. Yeah. Of course, he's got the one eye slit that's been busted open and his eye is very clearly just peering wide up. And there's this sort of a elongated panel right next to it, which I really like. It's Batman looking up. Mm-hmm. You know, the wall of the labyrinth is sort of behind him and there's a a big light shining down. It's got quite a glare and there's the five sort of ghostly blurred images behind the glare of light peering out. Of course, the owls don these masks, uh, very simple white masks. I believe we described them earlier with the little beak and whatnot. And I really just love this the effect this has with they're sort of glared out and blurred out and in the same panel there's very the wall with the photographs on it is is drawn with the typical sort of uh finite careful pencil work yeah and it's just a small thing but i think the effect on those ghostly sort of looking masks is really cool sure it looks realistic it looks like if you had been in this dark area and you look up and you see the white, that it, it would really be blurry yeah. like had, that. Had your head knocked around a few times at this <laughs> yes, point. Yes, indeed, indeed, so. yeah. So anyway, a small thing, but I, I just really enjoyed that small bit. Um, 
so, you know, the Talon is presenting the Batman and uh, asking the court to decide his manner of death. Yeah. A, a lot of close-ups of Batman's eyeball as he stares at random stuff in this issue. Uh, we get one of those, turn the page, and um, you're sort of looking above the wall of the labyrinth. Right. And this is definitely one of those times where it's playing between the hallucinations uh, that he's experiencing and then the real imagery of what you'd see. And so along the sort of the crest of the wall are these, uh, you know, are the members of the court. And in these depictions, they are very owl-like, just the way Batman has sort of, you know, physically been changing into it. Yeah. Remember this of the court, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's got to be from whatever drug that he that he consumed from the, from the water in the prior issue. Uh, and it's really neat too. Here, you've you've got a series of of three very small panels in the middle of the page, and in panel one, you see them with the sort of the um, claws and talons the, and feathers, yeah, and... very drugged out looking imagery or whatever. And then it goes back back to Batman, and then on the third panel, I'm assuming that it. It might not be the same two members of the court, but it, it is another two members of the court. And then they're very normal looking all of all of a sudden and again. And I think that that sort of difference there between those two panels does emphasize the fact that, hey, maybe this is Batman's view. And then um, Snyder and Capullo are kind of bringing you back to reality. I, I fully agree. Uh, I do think they probably are the same couples, the way that their bodies are, it's not exactly to a T, uh, but they are sort of positioned similarly. It looks like uh, on the right-hand side, the more realistic one, there's clearly uh, a man and woman in sort of, you know, um, a suit and, you know, tie and whatnot. And then as we look on the left, one of the owls indeed is in a suit and tie or whatnot. And then below that, which I think might confirm that, is a young girl. And of course, in the left panel, very owl-like, holding a baby with her strange clawed hands and whatnot. And then on the right-hand side is clearly a real human girl with this owl mask on. You get that contrasting in between the two different realities, what Batman's seeing and then what's actually happening. Right, right. And of course, in the middle, awesome close-ups of Batman's eyeball, which I never thought I'd see this much of. Uh, pretty cool, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he's got some tears going too. Oh man, that you also don't see very often. Yeah, every and now and then you will. His eye is busted and bloodshot, yeah. and it's really good stuff. And uh, you know, of course, the Talon has called out to the court to decide his fate, and it falls on this young girl with the baby doll to decide what's going to happen to him, and her response hurt him more. Yeah, she's a little sadist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turns out. That's right. Because, uh, you know, I would, I would guess that, what, maybe at most four, five? Just, I mean, she's wearing a mask or whatever, but just the size of her body. She's holding the little doll. Right, right. It, it's hard to tell exactly, but very young she's child. not a teenager, yeah. you know? It's, and it, just it's a young girl. Completely demented. I got a, you know, one of my uh, little... Things is coming up where it's like, you know, if the court did have this supreme uh, agenda of secrecy and whatnot, are they really going to let their children in on the secret before they're of age? Yeah. It seems unlikely to me. Um, you know, might little, be overthinking it. But Little kids, not the best at the whole keeping a secret thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's a kid. They're, they're not going to be purposely deceptive or manipulative yeah. necessarily. They might be. Uh, but you know, they're kids. Junk happens. You say stuff on the playground. So anyway, right. you know, 
I mean, she's going. Guess to, what I did last night? Yeah, ordered Batman's death. That's right. I mean, that's pass the ball. I'm open. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Let me play with Dolly. Right. You know, the teacher uh, gets warning signs when she's putting pins in the doll <laughs> yeah. and torturing them. And stabbing there's them. some red flags there. The court has sentenced you to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, uh, you know, the, the talent obliges. He, he gladly uh, beats some more heck out of Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have more of these cool images, sort of like the background of the different members of the court in their hideous owl forms, sort of... Um, you know, creating this silhouette and, uh, you know, he really, he's here. I, I feel like in this issue he's being pummeled, but he's very aware of like them chanting and, and, uh, encouraging the talent on to, yeah. you know, bring him more pain. And, and once again, another little fun thing, another wall that Batman gets kicked <laughs> or pushed through, which, uh, you know, maybe they're saving money on the construction materials, right. but he gets, uh, the talent, you know, continues the butt kicking and uh, kicks him through a wall. Uh, and in these pages, it's it's a little bit darker in the color. Uh, Batman is now prostrate on the ground, just uh, you know, seemingly on death's door. And the the Talon invites the members of the court uh, down to play around with Batman's remains. He he believes he's still alive. I don't think he thinks he's dead he says the batman is finished right come and take his bones as yours and you know so these members of the court once again in the weird hideous sort of owl-like representation which makes me think that a lot of this could be questioned as hallucination and and not necessarily real right um including the little girl with the doll she comes down and you know maybe even strokes Batman's head, it appears. Yeah. You know, kind of weird and creepy. Um, but then it's, it's much more, uh, the her her hand on his head looks way more aggressive on the next panel, too, where it's kind of, she's kind of covering his eyes, right. maybe, maybe really trying to grip down on him. Yeah, that's right. And there's a good, uh, you know, view of her claw there, and I think yeah. that sort of, you know, just reminds you of the danger and how messed up it is. Batman is giving up. He is in the process of giving up when he sees a picture and the picture he sees on the wall uh, or on the ground. He's laying down, you know, his, his butt having been kicked and he sees a photograph of an old white guy yeah. who he identifies as Alan Wayne. Of course, it's Alan Wayne. Yeah. This, is, this is one of the things that kind of bugged me a little bit. It could have been any any random person to really, you know, I'm not going to be another photo in a frame. But out of all those photos that we saw on the wall, out of all of them, the one that he busts through the wall with just so happens to be an ancestor. Right, right, right. It uh, seems a little too perfect. Yeah, now, a I'm gonna, I hear you. Uh, one of the things I'm going to throw out there is if I've sort of thought about this picture uh, and him finding it a little bit myself. And um, my first reaction was that this can't be Alan Wayne. Alan Wayne was killed. I mean, it literally couldn't be him. Right. Um, but, but I don't think that's true. Uh, it occurs to me that when Alan fell down the manhole and was presumably killed, not found by the police immediately and later found, perhaps he wasn't killed immediately. Perhaps he was just taken by the talent yeah. and he was down in the labyrinth for whatever weeks, um, eventually killed with the throwing knives or whatever. And, and then tossed out into the sewer and later found all decomposing mm-hmm. as, as we know it happened. And um, so I think it is possible that this is Alan Wayne. 
but it still might not really be his picture that Batman's looking at. We've this whole section is filled with hallucinations, ba- with hallucinations. Yeah. and so it is sort of on a similar page where the owls are depicted in their hideous form. So that's he, interesting. It could be someone else, and maybe the, his mind subconsciously, yes. maybe through the use of this drug, is showing him an ancestor. To give yes. him a little bit more strength. Yeah, give him strength. Or maybe it's just random that he 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 projects Alan's face. I mean, maybe it's like an old white guy and, you know, he's he's squinting and his eyes are bleary. And he's like, that's, you know, that's Alan Wayne. Oh, my God. And yeah. It's not really, but. And then he's like, this I'm Batman. Too. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's too. Alan Wayne. I'm Batman. <laughs> but seeing the picture of Alan Wayne does bring up a reserve of strength. Yeah. And uh, on the following page, we see a pretty <laughs> cool picture yeah. of Batman in beastly form um, and, and giant size. He, he sort of erupts screaming enough and clearly he, one of the hallucinations. Yes. yes it's sort of his view maybe of himself. Very in the moment. exaggerated. His, his anger personified in yeah. this, you know, beastly looking Batman with, uh, you know, uh, what you call it, rippling muscles. Right. He looks like he could be 40 feet high and he's got, <laughs> you know, fangs and whatnot. And uh, the little members of the court who had been, you know, sort of uh, stewing around over his body, poking him and prodding him, um, sort of falling off like fleas or, you know, whatever. And uh, starts laying it to some of these guys. Before we get any further into this fight. Okay. I want to know if, if you if you see anything in this like I do. Okay, so up to this point, he's been in very bright white rooms pretty much the entire time he's been getting his his butt handed to him, right? Okay. And then suddenly, the next wall he goes through, where he starts to regain some strength and fight back, to me, it seems like he's back in his element a little bit. It's a lot darker, kind of shadowy. And then I wonder if there was some sort of, um, I don't know, maybe... Maybe you could find some foreshadowing in what's about to happen just based off the the environment alone. Well, it's very interesting. Like he's, he's back in his element. You know what I mean? I had been thinking about the light and dark pages because you open these pages and there are some clearly the the predominant color of the page is white. And there are some where the, the predominant color is at least a black or a dark gray or something yeah. like that. I've been thinking of it more in terms of, you know, when he's lucid. And when he is hallucinating. Um, but I like the idea that maybe he finds these reserves of strength when he is in these dark environments yeah. that are more fitting to him. So uh, that's that's really interesting. And, you know, it might not even be like him recognizing himself. OK, I'm back in the dark. It could just be like, you know, the, the creators of the book going, guess what's about to happen, guys? You know, it, yeah. just to kind of I don't know. No, it's interesting. And, you know, I, you don't you don't see Batman fight a whole lot. In broad daylight. It happens sometimes right, in certain right, storylines. Yeah. But he mostly takes care of business in the dark. Yeah. So I think I think it's stark enough to encourage you to play around with it in your head. And certainly if you're reading through the issue, you know, sort of curious what you out there might think. Because it, it really does Leave a sort comment. of go back and forth. Yeah, totally comment. Straight up. We'll read it. Uh which we'll call it. So back in the dark, uh, whatever the case, he is getting Stella's getting her groove back and uh starts taking it to the the talon um they do get into a multi-page fight yes of, of fisticuffs and it's pretty awesome it's it remains pretty exaggerated and completely yes. awesome looking yes. um 
fanged Batman here, yeah. monster uh, nightmare Batman in these pictures. I, I love in this in this particular uh, panel here where he's um, you know hitting the talent again. His cape is actually like bat wings. Yeah, yeah, it sort of separates into these two two wings uh, yeah. trailing out behind him. It's, it's really cool wings. imagery. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. One of the things I didn't like on uh, these pages is uh you know there's the conventions of comics and how things are drawn sometimes yeah. it's a sound effect splashed across i don't really mind that too much but i will say there's a part where uh batman has gained the advantage and he's he's hovering over the talon and the talon kicks sort of behind batman's knee and there's these lines driven out uh drawn out of the place of impact where he's being kicked and I really didn't understand them at first. They looked like, honestly, like chopsticks. <laughs> like, right? And I was like trying I to figure out, see that. are these like random objects that the talent is hurled? At? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right there. It, dude, it yeah. honestly took me one or two reads at least to like figure out what I was looking at. But I think they're just drawn there to emphasize the action and the uh, hit um, there's a couple of places later on the page, the Talon, uh, after kicking out his knee, jump leaps over towards Batman with a knife protruding from his wrist. Yeah. And uh, just across the point of the blade, there's a couple more lines drawn, I think, to draw your attention to the sharpness of the blade, perhaps, or something like that. Um, there's a few of these little things here, which wouldn't really bother me, but I just don't remember Capullo doing them regularly. And I right. think for me... It's fine, whatever, but uh, the inconsistency, I guess, threw yeah. me off. He just kind of puts them in. Maybe because this is like a climatic fight, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this is the big one from the story arc. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. But it did. I mean, I wasn't joking. I was straight up thinking like, Chopsticks? <laughs> yeah, totally. It was so weird. I felt like an idiot. It took me a while. And then I was like, oh, I think that's just like action. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all it's showing. Uh, still cool stuff. But you're right. It, it is a little bit out of character for Capullo, you know, compared to what has been, you know, going on in previous issues. Yeah, I sure. just don't, I didn't remember them, you know, as looking back, you know, whenever I get back to rereading this book, I, I, I'm definitely going to sort of look for those yeah. moments and be like, All right, maybe he was doing it. I just didn't realize. Um, so, uh, you know, the fight continues and we we get another wall busted through and this time we're revisiting the room with the miniature gotham city yeah. and the fight continues through that um did you ever see on a total tangent the what's the dang movie um hot fuzz yes and at the very end they're fighting through the city and Very it's kind of a gruesome end sort, yeah. of, sort of reminiscent of, yeah of this, totally though, yeah. i just thought I'd throw that out there uh um, I, I love like all the just the Pure smack talk that, that Batman's giving the talent at this point, too, because yeah. he clearly has the upper hand now. Yeah. Overall. Um, yeah, he definitely does. And I, I think he's enjoying talking some junk. Yeah. He's been stuck down there for perhaps a week or more. Like it's about time. I got it back. Here yes, we go. Yes. Business oh, time. That's right. He's he's going to talk about Gotham City some more while I fight again. Yes. <laughs> it's it what is I do. It's kind of part city. of my character. Yeah. I think I think he does claim ownership of the city oh, once yeah. again. Let's see. Um, I mean, if not, what I, what I do remember about this scene in particular is that he made a point uh, of saying this isn't Gotham City. This is some arts and crafts project. Right, right. It's it's nothing. And then he, you know, he gets real up close and personal with with talent. He's like, "You're nothing." You know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, just, yeah, yeah. It's brutal. And he's like, "I'm Batman." Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're a pawn. You're a hired thug. You're not special. So, yeah, he's he's really giving it to him. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point, Batman does sort of... Uh, really, he seems a lot more clear thinking at this point. Uh, he he's, almost he's sweating seems out the drug, man. He's I, I, sweating I, it out. You know, perhaps, because he's having this dialogue, and, uh, you know, as we continue the next page... Um, it's not just short, stunted phrases and stuff. No, he's, he's saying, delivering paragraphs. Yeah, while he's yeah. So he's really got it, getting it back together. It seems, at least, uh, you know, through the speech and whatnot. Yeah. Um. And once again, we get Batman pulling up. Uh. You know, he's got he's got an ace in his sleeve, or in this case, his boot. <laughs> and uh, the the camera contained, you know, these old school. Uh, what's he call them? It's like potassium. Potassium chlorate, and which is, uh, and you know what explodes? Potassium chlorate when it ignites, which is why I slipped out the supply of filament plates from your camera before. So, you know, Batman does really continue to impress where yeah. it does seem like he's down. And I keep and, that stuff in my shoot, too. Yeah, that's where I get to, you know, you all my know. potassium chlorate filament yeah. plates, you know. That's, that's usually where you can find mine, if you ever need to borrow one. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. I'll, I'll send you a text sometime. Oh, okay, okay. Um, which of I, 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 uh, pardon me. I should have started a little bit earlier because he's talking about the content of the minerals and the uh, the construction marble and of the labyrinth, and that it's vulnerable to explosions. And so, yeah. of course, these potassium chlorate plates that he has slipped out of the camera, he uses to create a little explosion at the foot of the giant. Owl fountain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coughing, he creates a little blast hole in the, the white floor and slips on out down into the water. And, you know, it looks sort of like a cave as opposed to, you know, a part of the sewer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's stalactites and stalagmites. Yeah. And he, he escapes. Batman has escaped the labyrinth. Uh, you know, it shows him slipping out in the water. But, the real juicy part is that we get a better close-up of some of the members of the court yep. still wearing their masks, but, you know, you've got a better sense of their hair behind the mask, um, small details like the quality of their skin, their clothing, uh, yeah. some jewelry. There's an old woman being pushed around in a wheelchair, of course masked as an owl, uh, but clearly an older lady. Longtime member of the court. Yes, uh, perhaps the matriarch, you know. Uh, and... She's discussing with the other members of the court what to do with the defeated Talon. Because if we didn't mention Batman defeated the Talon. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, he's, yeah. he's out for the count. He's, yeah. yeah. He hot fuzzed him. Yeah. And, the city. And, and, but they mentioned though that, you know, it, one, one, one member in particular goes, well, if we just give him time, he'll, 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 he'll be back. And, uh, you know, another member says, yeah, but he's not going to heal in all the right ways. Not from that beating. Yeah, it's you know? it's kind of and a cool line. I, th I think what they mean by that is, you know, yeah, Batman broke his body and his body will heal. But Batman also broke this guy's spirit. Right. Like, he's not going to be the same after that. Yeah. Nailed it on the head there. His spirit is broken. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it also shows how brutal the court is that they're willing to just off one yeah. of their own members or well, discount them. You lost the fight. So uh, see ya. That's right. There's no rematches with these guys. Right. You're either winning or you're out. 
And uh, you might remember the room in yet another room that we revisit on the final page of the issue is the room with all the coffins and the two giant talons framed on the wall. And so the old matriarch, if you will, you know, as they're trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do, says, oh, don't worry, my dear. We have so many more of them. Now all we have to do is wake them up. All of them. And it does show the uh, room full of these coffins, definitely implying that that Talon wasn't the first. And they're about to have some junk on their hands or claws or talons or, Mm -hmm. you know. That's how it ends, man. That's the, that's the cliffhanger for that issue. Yeah, and I think a it's, fun issue. I, I this is really cool. Yeah, uh, you know, Batman's got the great trick at the end where he's pulled out the plates to ignite an explosion and right. make his escape. The action's cool. The uh, the craziness of the hallucinations and those close up of Batman's eyes as he's glancing around. Yeah. You know, and then the Hulk Hogan moment where you think he's you think <laughs> yeah. he's down, you think he's done, and then he uh, he starts to. He starts to shake a little bit, and the crowd starts to cheer, That's and right. he, he gets back up and then defeats his opponent. Yeah, like throws off his feather boa and everything, yeah. you know? That's <laughs> right, I'm with you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, another great issue, and we have one final issue. Yes, yes. So. Uh, we're, we've been playing around with uh, some of the ideas for our next story arc, talking about some different stuff. I think yeah. we threw Saga in there. What was the one you had shown me? Um, it was one I hadn't oh, read. Archer and Armstrong. Archer and Armstrong, Armstrong. Yes, so If you guys have any suggestions, out there, I think uh, we'll consider them. Nah, of course, the little input we always appreciate. Yeah. Um, so, one more issue of Batman, and we'll get something new going. Certainly by next issue, I think we should give you an idea. Oh, yeah. And definitely want, if you are enjoying reading along, uh, to have a chance to go grab whatever we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, in Stormcrow Comics, great place to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. You go first this time. Okay. Uh, so, I have. Starlight number two, a uh, new Mark Millar book. And you say Millar, I notice. I've heard yeah. people say Miller. Um, I used to say Miller, but then I, I forget what I was watching, but it was something for like one of his movies, like Kick at Bud or something like right, that. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> um, oops. Um, anyway, they kept saying Millar. Okay. So I don't know. No, it's, it's, you don't know what to go with. I mean, yeah. uh, if you don't know, uh, Mark's last name is spelled M-I-L-L-A-R. So it sort of invites you to say Millar, but, you know, some of the time people overthink it and he might just go by Miller. Yeah. And so this, like I said, this is issue two. We still right. have issue one in stock, but uh, it's it's a sci-fi story that's kind of interesting. It's, it's about this older guy now who um, actually in his youth went to another planet and kind of saved it from whatever tyranny it was under comes back to earth because he wants to be with his wife right and his family and no one believes him mm. like oh yeah oh, sure crazy old guy right. you, you totally went and saved that other planet okay you know there, there goes dad with his crazy stories you know his sons don't really believe him anything like that and um anyway issue one ends with a starship landing in his front yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so issue two picks up where that left off. And it's, it's a good story. And man, issue one, the, the story between him and his wife and his sons, as the internet says, so many feels, so <laughs> many feels like really emotional issue. Uh, really well made. Uh, the, the art, 
I think is is pretty good. It's definitely not realistic art by any right. means. It's kind of cartoony, a little bit, a little bit playful. Yeah. But the story is. Sometimes wow. the contrast between that sort of simple style of art and and heavier subject matter can have even more of an impact. You know, it yeah. really can hit you in a different way. That's really cool. What you were describing about uh, the disbelief that his loved ones had about this story. Had one of the things I always enjoy with the comic stories, particularly the superhero stories, is when the superheroes have to deal with ground down to earth real matters yeah. um, that are somehow different because of their superhero nature. You know, going back, Watchmen. What a crazy look at all that stuff. Sure. Um, so really interesting. I might give that a look. It's, it's good. And it's an, another image title. Too. Yeah. Image. Uh, loving them. Uh, my my pick of the week's an image title as well. Uh, Secret number seven, I believe, yeah. which does wrap up the first arc in enjoyable fashion, I might say. Um, really cool stuff. Spy, robbery, theft, action, helicopters, machine guns. Uh, really cool stuff. Yeah. They went P-H-U-T. I yeah. think that, that is how you write a silenced <laughs> bullet being fired or whatever. Uh, I believe all literary scholars agree. Yeah, it's Shakespearean sure. or something, I'm sure. But uh, really enjoyable. Had a lot of fun with Secret. Glad it got back on track with its release schedule. It was really spotty for a while. And that's yeah, Hickman. Yeah, yeah, Hickman's awesome. So definitely a new Secret. Whatever issue, six or seven, uh, my pick of the week. Ooh, plugs? Plugs, dude. You have a plug this week? Uh, no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, as always, check out uh, 336cast.com for older episodes of the Stormcrow Comic Cast, for the Three Beards, for Name Redacted, for Pose Thumbs, for the 336cast podcast. <sighs> Bunch of stuff. Actually, uh, I just checked. We have 85 episodes of content total on the network. Oh, that's now. awesome. That's so, awesome. You guys have been busting your butt and just pouring out some good stuff. Yeah, we're trying, man. Um Remember, you can download our app for Android now. The 336 Podcasting Network app is available on Google Play. I added to the episode descriptions on 336cast.com. Um, as always, uh, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes if you want to carry us around on your iPhone versus an Android device. Um, rate and review us on there is always appreciated. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah, dude, thanks for doing the show with me. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.